Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Thursday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. I usually like to say happy uh, happy Thursday to everybody in the Ticketverse. So remind yourself, you're in the Ticketverse here. Ticketverse. <laughs> Rico, you got some Reese's Pieces. That's, I uh, do. Those are delicious. They're those delicious. are probably my favorite uh, chocolate candies. Protein. They're not chocolate. They're just peanut butter. There's chocolate on the I, outside. No, there's just peanut butter. I'm going to try this thing, uh, which I was going to start last night. I was going to start the new year, but you know how New Year's resolution goes. I'm going to try to stop eating sugar for two weeks. Okay. It's really difficult to do when you work here, though. Yeah. Because there's, there's sugar, sugar everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We've got donuts. We've got candy up front. <laughs> Every day, there's more sugar in here, and I, I want it, but okay, we'll see what I can do. You do that. Yeah, I'm going to try. I won't. No. No. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I've, I've gained 10 pounds over the last like year and a half, so I'm going to see if I can shed some of that. Okay. Yeah. Only 10 pounds? Only 10 pounds? I feel like I've gained 10 pounds like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it fluctuates back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, some of those burritos I eat, I think, are already like four that's a, pounds. That's ten pounds. Yeah, that's, that's, that's basically ten. That's pound where burritos. it came from. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, weight weight issues aside, or weight problems aside, uh, this is the Ticket Water Cooler here on ninety three seven. The Ticket, uh, plenty to talk about. A great uh, great hour, a couple hours there with Kenny Wilhite. Uh, of course, uh, Bill Bush has been on the Ticket all week long. If you haven't checked out these guys, I mean, it's incredibly insightful, incredibly uh, you know entertaining as well, and just uh, really good stuff. So. Um, there's not at this point. There's not a specific. Hey, go to this podcast. Go to that. Po- go listen to the last week of many of our shows. Just listen uh, to tune in, yeah, and just listen in the future because I know Kenny said he's coming back too for old school. So, oh look at uh, that. That'll be some fun as well. He's got a busy day today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he's gonna go play some racquetball first. Ooh. You ever played racquetball? I have never. I've seen people play racquetball. It looks intense. It is. It's it fun. looks like something I would like to play, or something yeah. that I, you know, I'm gonna say it looks like something I'd be good at, but yeah. I have never done it. We should. Uh, we should get like a ticket uh, tournament going. I only played a few times with my dad, and I don't think we like played. To the, the right rule, way to the rules yeah. necessarily, but I had a blast when we did. I don't know so. the rules, so yeah, I don't really know. There's certain lines you gotta stay in front of. I bet I'd beat Kenny. Hit the ball off the wall. I wouldn't beat Kenny. Yeah, probably not. He he's, seems like an expert. He's a grizzled veteran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of not getting wins, I'm not sure how many wow, wins Nebraska a... is going to get <laughs> in basketball. What a transition! <laughs> My God. Sorry, uh, all right, that's a little rough. Speaking uh, of losing, <laughs> we have a, a team that lost. We could talk about from just last night. Here you go. <laughs> Good golly, Buck. Uh, tough one for Nebraska fans to, to watch. A little bit fun at times uh, early and then uh, not fun at all. And I think a lot of people probably tuned out by the time halftime uh, came along. Nebraska did fight in the second half to keep it kind of close. And, the, and I think the end of this, the, the game, the score looked closer than probably it was. And It that's... looked not. To me, the score looked further than it was. Really? Like it was, it was 73-63 uh, towards the end there, and you were like, okay, maybe Nebraska can, can get this within single digits, but then they had to start fouling. Well, yeah, but at the same time... Um... It was like a minute and a half, and they were within 10. That's doable. They were down like 19 at they were down, points. They were the down game. 22. 22 at one point. I, I'm going to be honest, and, and I love Nebraska basketball. I'm worried that people are going to start 
There were looking away. <laughs> there were, and this is this comes from ESPN. Eighty-eight percent capacity last night. Yeah, thirteen thousand two hundred and five people. That's good. That's good. That's really good for, for a team a, that was ten and ten. Yeah, for now a, ten and also eleven. Also, a team that uh, you know, or a game, I should say, that had to be switched, and you know, they moved it was on up FS2. At six yeah, I was a little. You know how I watched it? I went to FoxSports.com and they gave me like an hour trial uh, to watch FS2, yeah. and then I sw- I used my girlfriend or my wife's phone and. Uh, <laughs> So you got two hours of, of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just watched it on uh, YouTube TV and immediately right after the game, racing. Yeah. So it was just, you know. what Wasn't it, it do- a dog show leading into the game? I think that's what somebody said. There was a dog <laughs> show like all day and then and then it was that and then it went to racing. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. FS2, Nebraska basketball and racing. <laughs> Please try to avoid that at all costs moving forward because my uh, trial run has, has run. I got to find somebody else's phone. Oh, what a tragedy. If they go back on FS2. Nate's calling you out. Buck has a girlfriend and a wife. Scandals. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't tell my wife that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It, to me, the game was, it It started off, Casey Tominaga scored the first 12 points for Nebraska. It uh, looked like he couldn't miss. It seemed like it was going to be a big Casey game. And it oh, ended yeah. up being a big Casey game. I think he finished with 22 points. Um, but... Just him alone, obviously not good enough for Nebraska to to win the game. They're down by 13 at halftime. At, at points, you know, they're down by double digits, but it, it felt as if they were closer and if they were just, you know, one bucket away from, from taking the lead, regaining the lead multiple times. But then you look down at the score and it's like, oh, you know, it's just good energy from Nebraska despite being down by so much, although Northwestern went on multiple runs um, that Nebraska just had no answer for. And... uh. Northwestern, not one of the better three-point shooting teams in the Big Ten. Honestly, every time they took a three last night, I I just had the thought that it was going in. A lot of them were well-contested. They did have some open ones, but a lot of them were well-contested. Northwestern was just feeling themselves in their second game in three days. Well, my goodness, Ty Berry had a career game at halftime. I think it was a career high at halftime, and he finished with uh, 26 points for them, uh, but really couldn't miss coming out of the gate along dueling with Tamanaga. That was fun, and again, there there was there were, there there was that part of the game uh, that was exciting. I think it peaked when Tominaga like uh, pump faked <laughs> like a couple uh, steps past half court, and the crowd <laughs> wanted him to shoot it. They're it like, was, "Do it!" Yeah, I was like, "Yes." I was honestly with the amount of shots he was making, I, he probably would have gone in. Yeah, it, 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 at we'll, least in the we'll first. We'll never half. know. We'll never know. But uh, he should have uh, shot it. Yeah, that would have been kind of fun. Um, by the way, did you see? And we're not going to get too far off into this. Did you? Did you see why Steph Curry got thrown out of the game last night? Yeah, I did. Did you feel like that was a bad shot for Jordan Poole? Or yes. Do you feel like no, that's bad, pretty bad much shot. okay for the Warriors to do? It was by a bad the way, shot. the Warriors won the game after yeah. Steph pouted his way out. It was a bad shot. You got the offense. You got the. I think it was an offensive rebound. Yeah. You didn't need to shoot that right away. An open Jordan Poole three. It was an open. That's pretty good. It was an open like five steps behind the three point line. But three. it's Jordan Poole. He hits long you're, bombs. He's, you're not Steph Curry. You're not Clay Thompson. No. Mm. Bad shot. I, I don't care it's... if you're Jordan Poole. You're still not. You're not that guy, pal. I don't care. Hey, hey, hey. He's not. Jordan Poole's not that guy. Jordan Poole is that guy. Off I'm an offensive. Off an offensive rebound five five what five feet behind the three point line. You're not Steph Curry. You're not Klay Thompson. You're not Luca. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're not Dame. He will do that. Yeah, that's how Jordan he will. Poole and is. that's why Steph Curry got pissed. <laughs> yeah. Threw his mouthpiece. Got kicked out of the game. And uh, the Warriors still won. And then so Dylan Brooks missed stuff. the free throw. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I thought that was just kind of interesting because I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Any time. So Steph's now been thrown out of a game three times, and all three times is because he throws his mouthpiece. Yeah. 
I think that's still a pretty good ratio, but at some you know, at some point Maybe stop throwing Steph, your mouthpiece. calm down about the mouthpiece. At least just, you know, you gotta you know, At least to, he's not he's not throwing a pillow on the sideline yeah. that you can punch. He's not like throwing your, it at somebody. He like yeah. I you know every time he goes to throw it at like the stanchion or something and it ends up hitting somebody. Like, he's just <laughs> A gr- greatest three-point shooter of all time, a terrible mouth, would be a terrible yeah, quarterback. Not good at throwing mouthpieces, uh, as we've learned. Um, but uh, I guess after last night, too, it's it's kind of a bigger picker, big picture question because there's some guys that could have played better. Um, but I thought one performance that really shined through, or a few of them, Jamarcus Lawrence uh, had to step up. He was four of eight from beyond the arc, um, second for Nebraska in scoring with 12 points per game. And, of course, Four of eight behind the arc was is nothing to just kind of throw out there because Nebraska doesn't have a very good three-point shooting team. Mm-hmm. If he can come in there and be another option um, as far as shooting, and, you know, and, and I, from what I heard, that's kind of why he was in the rotation this year, didn't redshirt, is because they liked his jump shooting. Um, and you just hadn't seen that as much this year. Uh, he also banged one off the side of the backboard at <laughs> the, yeah. the corner three. So, and, and he's done that a few times. So it's like sometimes I think he just loses it or didn't, didn't you know, doesn't quite completely have the ball in his hand. I don't know what happened there, but um, he, that's I think that's exciting moving forward. Also, Sam Hoiberg played pretty well for what yeah, you expect. Yeah, like, I'd have to, I have to I have to give a uh, public apology to Sam Hoiberg. I didn't say anything mean. I just I was just wondering, you know with him being the third point guard, how much he would actually play. Played 18 minutes, had some great offensive rebounds, some great takes, nice little fast break layup. Uh, Sam Hoiberg played a really good game. A lot of energy coming off the bench. But I guess that's the question, too, is... How 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 defeating? <laughs> how do you feel after last night? Given that Nebraska also did not play their absolute worst ball. Now Derek Walker, um, that's my could have played a better game. Sam Griesel's had better games. My so two issues yeah. with that game last night, despite having pretty good performances from from some of the uh, secondary players, uh, Derek Walker only took six shots. Sam Griesel only took five shots. Yeah, Derek Walker played twenty nine minutes. Sam Griesel played thirty four minutes. Those two are are. Far and away, your two most important, your two best players on the court, on your team, and they combined for 11 shots. That's not enough. That's not – those two need to take – especially Derek Walker, having the ball in his hand as much as he does, uh, running the the offense from that point center role, Sam Griesel obviously being the point guard – that's not enough shots, and I understand that they're they're facilitating, and they uh, Derek Walker finished with four assists, Sam Griesel with three, but those two need to take more shots. They need to be more assertive, and they need to establish themselves on the offensive end more quickly in the game. Although Casey started the game on fire, and again scored your first twelve points, I understand you're kind of deferring to him at that point because he has the hot hand. But later in the game, in the middle of the game. Those two need to take over. Derek Walker and Sam Griesel need to be more impactful on this Nebraska men's basketball team because if they're not, you're not going to win many games. Like, I understand you have a Casey Tominaga, Jamarcus Lawrence getting 22 and, and, and 12 points each, but Derek Walker with seven, Sam Griesel with eight is not going to win you many Big Ten games. And of course, it's it's just it's it's frustrating. And this is the first. I I don't want to get like pile on and like think that the season's just over because this is the first game without Bandamel. Okay, so usually it takes a little bit for the team to adjust, find you know fill in those roles. And and again, I thought the guys that were asked to step up, uh, some of them did really well. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the other guys could have had better games. And I, I think uh, you know once they play together more and, and kind of get more into that new role that whatever it is to ask of them on this team, mm-hmm. um, it will be better 
at the same time, I, I, you know, looking at like a Sanderson's text says, yeah, but the exits looked like a runaway at halftime. Um, I just, I, I, and then another text says, uh, yeah, they played hard, but they're just not good enough. Kind of simple, unfortunately. Um, I, I, I kind of get that feeling kind of hovering over Nebraska basketball. is like, and it's it's just sad. They're going to be right there. They're they're going to fight. They might even, you know, it might be a, a good enough product here and there. But at the same time, it just, there's already been, without the injuries, a lot of double-digit losses. And this, it, it's just, it, it's tough as a Nebraska basketball fan because there's, <laughs> as weird as it is, again, to distinguish, n- like, normal bad Nebraska basketball from, unfortunately, Hoiberg bad Nebraska basketball is a lot of it is just like being like like this type of seat where you're just kind of checking out halfway through the season now in years before Tim Miles had this problem where you can just go like 12 game losing streaks mm-hmm. and you know trust me those aren't any better but that's I mean that's kind of the fear here is what might happen moving forward and you know the, the other thing is like <laughs> what did we say when they got to 10 wins we're like we'd be very surprised if they stick at 10 wins right for the rest <laughs> of the season I mean they have so many games left and after those two injuries it it seems a lot more likely that they're that they might be stuck at 10 wins for the rest of the season it's you know not not saying that they're they're going to be I mean there's still some winnable games left on the schedule for for this Nebraska men's basketball team but kind of what the texture said they're going to play hard night in and night out they're going to do their best on the defensive side of the ball the offense is is the offensive side is is the scarier side for me with this basketball team. But if Casey, you know, he's not going to have uh, a game where he starts off, you know, three for three from from deep and and is just you know making every single shot that he takes for a while. But if you can just get enough offensive production, your defense is good enough to win you some more basketball games. Granted, you know, when you're facing a team that that has a guy going six for 12 from three, it's going to be hard to win any kind of basketball game. And like I said before, a lot of those shots were contested. Nebraska was in their face, was in Northwestern's face for a lot of those shots. And it's not like they were giving up a ton of wide open shots or they weren't, you know, contesting some of Northwestern shots. But it was just that night for Northwestern where it seemed as if damn near every shot they tossed up was going to go in. They were the, the floater on the baseline Every time they took it was was nothing but net. No matter who it was, it was it was just automatic buckets. Yeah, and and, and I think another part that that kind of stings too is watching some of these programs develop. You know, typically in years past, yeah, Penn State and, and Northwestern. I mean, you gotta at least split that, and and now you know they don't, and it's it's, it's unfortunately it's, it's somewhat understandable. Michael Shrewsbury and Chris Collins. If you've been paying attention to the Big Ten over the last couple of years, they're building these teams. I mean, that that Penn State team's very senior-led. Boo Boo, he's been around with Chase Audige, mm-hmm. seems like, for quite some time. Um, and you, so you're kind of watching these program building and being able to keep players. And, of course, that, again, is another thing that's somewhat hurt this basketball program. And, and, and again, so the statistics are starting to pile up. I think now, I mean... It, <laughs> At some point, you got to fight your way out of the cellar. I think Hoiberg's zero and seven against Northwestern, in you know <laughs> since he's been here. Yeah, he hasn't it, beat it's, Northwestern. It's, it's again, it's like the frost <laughs> stats where you just they, they they're piling up so much that it's kind of hard to be like, well, here's the good part of it because you know the bad stats are piling up, and 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 again. It, it's just it's going to make for very interesting because I don't expect a great end of the season, mm-hmm. uh, but I do expect fight and hustle like we've seen from these guys, and it's just going to make for a very interesting decision 
um, as we come about it. And unfortunately, I think we're we're in that territory. I, I was kind of saying earlier in the year, all right, you beat Creighton, no need to talk about. Once you you know go down the floor, you beat Iowa, all right. There's no reason to really talk about. It. Like things are this this seems to be developing. We don't have to bring it up now. You know, I I think that maybe you'd be favored against Minnesota, uh, but outside of that, the rest of your games. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a gauntlet because these the Big Ten's are tough and and these teams are good uh, and, and it's not all like top end a bunch of top twenty five teams but you know Rutgers is significantly better that's a program we've seen be built Wisconsin's difficult on a night in night out basis mm-hmm. you know Michigan we already talked about Penn State and Illinois has already humbled you Maryland uh, usually has a pretty good outfit Michigan State's Michigan State Illinois's and, and already Iowa. beaten yeah yeah it's just. It, 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 it's, it's going to be tough to even get a few more wins. And if they do, like, it'll almost, it'll be really, I mean, that should be a major, like, boost for Hoiberg's argument. It's because this team has been just put up against a corner. And it's, again, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it, I hate to be so frustrated, but to me, it's just like, this is like the years of things. It just always piles on <laughs> to another, you know, and, and some years are different than the others, but now it's another like late January where I just don't have any postseason hope for my basketball mm-hmm. team. Where, where you, you had hope earlier and then right. it's just slowly been, been thrown out of you with each passing game for, for some reason. No, I, I, I get it. It's, it's very frustrating. And, like we, like I said, you know, when Nebraska got to ten wins uh, against Ohio State, we we looked at the remaining schedule and we're like, okay, you know, they can find a couple more wins here and there. You know, um, dis, dis, you know, you looked at Penn State and you're like, you know, they're they're a better team, but you should be able, as you said, to be able to split that with them. Maybe you can sneak by Northwestern if they if they just have an off night, especially with the with the COVID uh, shutdown that they had to deal with, and you're going to get them on the second. Um, on the third night after playing a Wisconsin team, like you're looking at this schedule and you're thinking, okay, they can sneak a couple more wins in, but now, you know, you lose your two best defenders. You lose, you know, two, two leaders on, on your team. And you've already, you're already offensively struggled. Your defense has been good. But like I said, you lost your two defensive players and just looking at this Nebraska team, despite the heart, the, the heart that they play with it, it, like you said, the the postseason dreams seem to be fading with each passing day. Yeah, uh, so that's unfortunate. But at the at the at the good part about it is. Hey, we still get Nebraska basketball. I love Nebraska basketball, regardless of what state they're in. So uh, we'll get in, we get plenty more games. The next one will be Saturday uh, at Maryland. Um, so just breathe, maybe you know a little bit. Have your breathing exercises. I said, I mean, look, <laughs> it'll be all right. It'll be all right. This they'll is, sneak. They'll sneak a couple. I I hope so, but I I just you know a few. A few weeks ago, I was hoping for a little more. They get caught on bad nights, it seems like, every night. They'll catch somebody on a bad night. (laughs) They caught Northwestern. Again, Northwestern doesn't shoot the three well. And they shot lights out. Yeah. It's just one of those nights. Might might have a little bit to do with the fact Nebraska, like we said, lost their two (laughs) best perimeter defenders uh, with that sort of length. (sighs) Just breathe. Just breathe. Uh, Let's talk a little Nebraska football, maybe NFL playoffs when we get back here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 Ticket.